Hey there, this is Nurse Keith. This podcast is all about you, your personal and professional development, your career, and the healthcare system as a whole. And I'm here to share education, ideas, diatribes, and informative interviews like this one with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, nursing, entrepreneurship, medicine, and beyond. I love having you along for the ride, and I thank you from the bottom of my nurse podcaster's heart for being a part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. And here's a special request. If you find value in this podcast, like so many people do, please consider becoming a valued patron at patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. This helps cover the costs of creating now more than 350 episodes, and I'm asking 100 regular listeners to pledge $2 a month for a year to help support the show. You can always pledge more and get some awesome premiums in return, but $2 a month would be great. So head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to sign up and show your support. You can also show your support by referring yourself or your friends and colleagues for holistic nurse career coaching with me, Nurse Keith, over at nursekeith.com. And if you mention Nurses Bond, you can get 15% off your coaching package. Remember to mention Nurses Bond. The show notes for this episode will actually be at nursekeith.com forward slash nurses bond. And I'm here with my friend and friend of the pod, Chibuna Walbia. Chibuna is a healthcare executive and so much more. And Chibuna, we're going to talk all about your career and your work and your organization, Nurses Bond. But the first question I have for you, just to jump right in, is what does leadership mean to you? in the context of being a nurse and a healthcare professional. Thank you, Nurse Kids. I'm very happy to, um, to be on your show. I've been uh, you know, a listener all this while, and I'm very grateful that you um, invited me today. Thank you so much for that. Um, when it comes to leadership, to me, I believe that leadership is a way of life. You know, um, you, some people, um, are born to be leaders where others acquire some leadership skills. But no matter how um, you got into leadership, I believe that is the way we talk, we speak, we dress, we you know, appreciate things. Whatever comes, the way we move is what I consider um, leadership. Thank you so much. Sure, sure. So that's great. So it's the way we dress, the way we move, the way we, the way we, comport ourselves in the world. So there's a lot of different aspects of leadership. And for you, you've stepped into leadership. I guess we could say that you've stepped into leadership in various ways in your career. So what was one of the first times in your nursing career where you realized like, oh my gosh, I'm a leader and people are looking to me for, for guidance or to, to be out front with them? When did it first happen for you? Thank you so much. Like I said, that leadership is a way of life for me. I, I, I think I, I was born a leader, you know, starting from the credo role. I, I see, you know, I started seeing myself as someone that is always, you know, helping to make things work. You know, there's a book uh, um, called Youth with a Purpose. It said, make things happen and not let things happen. So when I started my career, even from nursing school, I, I used to be a class rep. I used to be a course rep. You know, I used to stand up and take responsibilities, knowing fully well that, you know, I, I don't like to be in a place where things are not being done well. So knowing my nature, so I am always able to stand up and take responsibility. So from my nursing school days, 
I started being in leadership roles and, you know, helping to make things work. So that was how I started. Even when, uh, you know, I graduated and um, started working as a nurse, you know, I just I started seeing some things that were not right. I said, no, why don't we do it this way and do it that way? You know, so I, I, you know, I started getting noticed. Oh, it's like this guy will make a good um, assistant nurse manager. It's like this guy will make a good manager. From there, I grew to, you know, my current position now. I see. And where did you go to nursing school? Um, I completed my nursing school back in my country, um, um, Nigeria. Then I came here to do master's where at um, Western Governors University. Oh, at WGU, uh, right. Correct. So you went to nursing school in Nigeria. And right. while we're on the subject, I just want to ask you, was there or is there a major difference you perceived in how, let's say, leadership in nursing is perceived and practiced in Nigeria as opposed to the United States. Are there any stark differences that you've, you've noticed over the years? Okay. What I would say is leadership is leadership, wherever it is. As long as that's why I said is a way of life, is how you dress, how you talk, how you compose yourself, how you carry things out. Everywhere you go, both in Nigeria and here, um, I see that leadership is still the same thing. What can you do to make things work? Mm-hmm. That is it. So I haven't seen anything different. There might be difference in the way we lead or we carry out things. But as long as you carry out, you, are, you have a purpose and you have that goal to make things work, then mm-hmm. it's practically the same. So I haven't seen anything that is different from, you know, how we lead here and how we lead over there. Right. And when you say make things work, so healthcare and nursing are pretty complicated, Right. There's a lot of moving parts. And right now you serve as chief clinical officer at Kindred Hospital Rancho Cucamonga in, in um, California. All right. So there's so many different aspects of what makes healthcare work. I mean, people need to feel connected. They need to feel, they need to feel they're led, right, and valued. But then you also have all the operational parts. So where does a leader look and where do you look as chief clinical officer? How are you going to make things as smooth and operational and successful as possible? What are what are like your main your main pillars that you feel your organization needs to stand on? Number one, I look at people. Okay, you okay. can be a good leader without being a good follower. So you cannot talk about leadership without talking about people. When I say make things work, who are the people that are going to make things work? You're yeah. going to move some parts together. You're going to move some people together. So I am a people's person. Okay. When I look at my leadership style and everything, I try as much as I tell people that I come to serve. Okay. All my positions have always been to serve because for you to make things work, you have to look at the people you are working with. Remember, you can give what you don't have. So employee engagement is my best. That's my area. I try to carry people along. I try to let people see the reason why we do what we do. When you get the buy-in from, you know, the staff and, you know, the people that you lead, you will see how things will move quickly. So that is very important in my career and how I make things work. And in my role, I know that I take care of other leaders. So for me to um, be successful in my role, the first thing that I do is to look at the people that I, you know, that I serve. That's what I call it. Mm. So what makes you do what you are doing? 
what is the re reason why you are not making things work? So by the time I look at those pieces and put them together, look at those gaps and close them, things start working smoothly. Mm. So uh, in my leadership role, I look at people, fix some things in people, in their perspective, and things work smoothly. Yeah. Well, that's great. So people is really where it all starts, right? Correct. Right. So, okay. So if it all starts with people and we know how hard people work in healthcare and how hard nurses work, what do you do when, how do I put this? When a workplace culture isn't quite what it could be, let's say, for instance, there's someone on the unit who's a bully, right? They don't treat others right. And you know, you know what I'm talking about because it Correct. happens everywhere. Yes. When there's someone on the unit who's, who's not a team player, right? Correct. How do you approach that as a leader? Because a lot of nurses come to me for coaching who are like, there's people on my unit who treat me so poorly and management doesn't seem to do anything. They seem afraid of them. So how, how do you approach when things aren't right? How do you fix it? I will say it again. I look at people. See, we are made of two beings. We are made of internal beings and external beings. So many people don't take care of their internal environment. Hmm. So there is an internal environment and external environment. Some people, you know, are bullies or some people don't treat their, you know, are not team players because of what goes on inside of them. Yes. But sometimes they don't know about it. Okay, I forgot to mention that I have background in counseling and psychology too. So what I do is to bring them out or call them and figure out the reason why they do what they do. Why are you not happy? Why are you not a team player? Is there anything? Probably some people, some people might be going through divorce. Some people might be going through child issues. Some people might not like the, their job. Some people might not like their pay. What is that one thing that mm -hmm. is making you to react this, the way you are reacting? So that is what some leaders don't know about. Take those things out, remove them, and you will see that person that you think is a bully or that person that's not a team player work perfectly well. But as a leader, you should be able to find out the reason why people do what they do and try as much as possible either to support them or to eliminate that thing from them, okay? Another thing I have to tell you about people is once you recognize them, they change. So many people feel inferior or so many people need recognition. So how well are you able to recognize people? These people that are not team players and everything, have you tried to give them a little role to see what they would do? Have you tried to make them a diagnosis? Have you tried to say, hey, there is this project that we are doing. Why don't you be the champion? You know, so that they test a little bit of leadership and you will see how they will change completely. So I look at the reason why people do what they do. If they need a little bit of recognition, you give them some work. If they feel inferior, you give them a little work. You give them some, some things to do in the units, you know, things that will bring them together. And you will see how those people will change voluntarily, voluntarily. That is my own area. <laughs> Interesting. And did you say that you have a degree in counseling and psychology? Yes, I have a master's degree in counseling and psychology. Did that predate your being a nurse? No, I, um, I was a nurse. Then I wanted to know the reason why people behave the way they do. Wow. So I said, I really need to go. You know, um, that was my first master's, even before um, my master's in nursing. And I found oh. the reason, which is what I just explained to you, that there must be that we are two beings, both internal yeah. and external. That's so. fascinating. So 
So you you talked about serving and following. So you're talking about servant leadership, where you're there to serve the people who who report to you, basically, right? Your fellow Correct. colleagues. Correct. And you you like what I'm hearing is you like to look underneath. You like to look at what's going on, the subterranean stuff, right? Not just the surface stuff. All right. Yes. Okay. And what happens? What happens when you give people a role, you help them feel valued, you help them feel seen, people feel like they're really part of something bigger and more and bigger than themselves. What happens when when all those pieces come together? Like what's the magic that you see happen? People start working together, working together as a team. I'm not just going to say that it's always um, successful. You yeah. know, there are some people that you know you also see. No matter what you do, you see that they are disconnected. They don't belong there. So you know that really these people don't belong in this organization. Maybe okay. starting something different will work for them, or maybe you know what I mean. Or maybe going to teach or writing a book or do, starting their own businesses. Some people are just done. But you have to figure out where, you know, your subordinates or your followers, where they are in either mm-hmm. their career or in their relationship to make things work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you try as much as possible to understand that, you can now better advise them on what is right. So many people don't know they can go into leadership. So many people don't know they can go back to school. So many people don't know that they can work well as a team and, you know, or they are working night shift and they, they want to move to day shift or they are working day shift. They want to move night shift. You know, when you give them that opportunity, that, that, um, that opportunity to reason, you will see them start working very well. Mm-hmm. So you, you, I try as much as possible to help them. For example, during pandemic, I had a case manager you know, and um, he started not working well. So I, I called him into my office and said, what is really going on? Tell me. He said, oh, my wife stopped work because of my kids and everything. I said, hold on. Your wife doesn't need to start, stop work. This is what you can do. Since you work three days a week and your wife works three days a week, why don't you work three days? Okay. Your wife stays home. The time you stay home, your wife goes to work and you balance everything. So the way I did his schedule, he said, Chibu. I have never thought of this before. Thank you so much. He went home, everything, because he wasn't performing well without knowing that he was going through depression, that the wife is leaving work because of pandemic and the kids. Mm. So by the time I brought them, you know, everything together, I helped him understand their schedule. Everything worked out fine. And that guy that wasn't feeling well started feeling good and jumping around. Some people, that's why I said, have intrinsic factors that you don't know. And you think they are not good workers. They are. So that's why I say the leadership is a way of life. How do you value people? How do you check people out? Okay. Mm-hmm. What are the things that are making them behave the way they do? And once you try to help them, assist them, or eliminate those things, if they are toxic ones, you will see them become you know, great workers. And mm. if that place is not their place, you suggest other things that they can do in order not to you know, spoil your team. Right. So yeah. it sounds like... It sounds like you're very, very curious about people. All right. I love people. I love people. I work with people. And mm-hmm. um, if you want to make changes or if you want your organization, even we that are nothing, if you want your team to be strong, work on the people. Mm-hmm. Work for them, with them, and on them. And you will see things mm-hmm. change completely. Yeah. I, I'd like to go back just for a moment to 
your where you came from originally, which was Nigeria. And Correct. you you how long did you live there to what age? Okay, I lived there till um when I when I finished high school, mm-hmm. I moved to the States. Okay, stayed a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. went over there for nothing because that place you pay out of pocket, you know, trying to yeah. stay out of, out of student loan here. <laughs> yeah. Even though in my PhD, I still got some, but so, you know, pretty much I've lived, you know, half of my years over there and half of my years here. Okay. So I'm curious, you know, the United States generally, this is a huge stereotype in generalization is seen by many people, including many of us who, who were born here, as a place that values individualism and doesn't necessarily value community and the collective. And that's a big generality, right? Yes. And I, I know that is the case to some extent in the United States for many people that, you know, leave me to myself, let me make my own decisions, let me do my own thing. Are there cultural differences between Nigeria, where you've lived half your life, and here, where people are more, are people more apt in the culture, Nigerian culture to want to work as a collective? Is that an easier jump for them than it is for a lot of Americans? Correct. Yes. Thank you so much for that. And that yeah. was exactly why I started my organization, Nurses Bond. Tell if me. you look at Nurses Bond, that is bonding. I, you know, when I came here and everything, I see there's something that we joke over there. We say me, myself, and I personally. Here, people like to walk me, myself, and I personally. Everybody is independent. I just want to be on my own. I make my own money. I have yeah. my own car and all those. Whereas, you know, where I come from, we work collaboratively. Yes. We work as a team. Yes. Okay. So when I came here, I saw the gap in healthcare. For example, nurses and doctors, I, I jokingly say that we are frenemies. You go to a hospital, you see doctors, you see nurses, they are working together. But when they get to the parking lot, they don't even say hi to each other. You see them in the, you know, at Walmart or, you know, stores, you know, what normally comes is that, oh, that doctor used to work with, that used to be our ER doctor. Nobody can go back and say, hi, doc. Mm-hmm. Okay. I look at that, I said, no, as healthcare professionals, okay, we, we work together to take care of, you know, patients, but we don't work together to take care of ourselves. No. We have to do something, okay? With my idea of, you know, collaborative effort in Nigeria and coming down here, I said, no, we have to have this strong bond to talk about ourselves. Not only, no, we come together to take care of patients. After that, we don't care about each other anymore. Mm-hmm. So that is the, you know, that is where, you know, my organization comes. I said, hey, no, let's come. Forget about patient. Talk, talk you know, talk about ourselves. So many people today have retired very angry, have retired unfulfilled, have left, you know, healthcare professional, uh, profession. True. Even some people, you know, the rate of suicide and depression is higher to high healthcare professionals. Do you yes. know the reason? We don't work together. After mm-hmm. taking care of patients, we don't collaborate. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, in order for me to improve the health of healthcare professionals. I started my organization called Nurses Bond so that we can come and bond, take care of ourselves, take care of, you know, um, talk about issues that affect us, you know, leave patients for a while. So that is how I was able to come together, you know, to to found that. (laughs) That's a great segue. So you're right now, your chief clinical officer, Kindred Rancho Cucamonga. You're also 
an adjunct professor at California State University and you teach graduate you teach graduate level students in nursing, right? Yes, and healthcare administration. And healthcare administration. You also have the master's in counseling psychology and the master's in nursing, of course. And now you have this organization that actually has several different aspects to it. it. There's there's bonding, there's networking, but there's some other pieces to it. And after the break, I want to come back and I want to talk about Nurses Bond. I want to talk about the upcoming conference in October of 2021 that I'll also be speaking at and right. talk about what what the bigger mission is and why it's so important to you. Does that sound good? Very good. Thank you so much. Great. So we will be right back with the second half of the special bonus episode of the Nurse Keith Show. So now we're going to take a pause for the cause for just a moment. Please consider becoming a patron of the Nurse Keith Show, just like other awesome listeners who value the show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the Nurse Keith Show, you also get some pretty cool premiums and gifts from yours truly. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash Nurse Keith. And if you know someone who could benefit from career coaching with me, please consider referring them. And if they become a paying client, you'll receive credit for an hour of coaching with me. And there's no expiration date on that credit, so you can keep it in your back pocket until you need it most. And remember that you can refer as many people as you like and continue to earn those coaching credits. What an incredible deal. And please head over to nursekeith.com and sign up for my newsletter, which comes out regularly and brings you supportive messages, updates from my blog and my podcast, resources, and all sorts of other stuff. Remember, nursekeith.com, sign up for that newsletter, and you'll also get a free download from me as my gift to you. Anyway, those are my sincere asks today. So now, Let's dig back into today's topic without further ado. And welcome back to the second half of the episode. Remember, the show notes are going to be located at nursekeith.com forward slash nurses bond. And we're here again with my friend and friend of the pod, Chibuna Walbia. And Chibuna, prior to the break, we were talking about you being a chief clinical officer, a motivator of people a master's level nurse who also has a master's in counseling and psychology, just because you're curious about human beings and you wanted to be able to understand them and why they do what they do, which is, I think, very cool and very, very forward thinking in a nurse leader. And then we talked about very briefly Nurses Bond, which is your not brand new, but relatively newer organization. And you said you founded it to bring people together because people need to bond and need to feel that power of the the collective, I guess. And we talked about how you wanted to bring that collaborative spirit of your home country, Nigeria, to this very individualistic society here in the United States, because you saw the differences between the two, the disparities. So when you thought of starting Nurses Bond, was the main mission 
just to bring people together to bond with one another? Or were there some underlying things you also thought, that's also what I want to accomplish? Thank you so much for that. Yes, Um, there there are some underlying thoughts. Okay, if you look at the mission of Nurses Bond, it is a community of healthcare professionals who come together to share ideas and values at professional levels and beyond. So the main whole, the, the, the main arm is to, is to bring healthcare professionals together to share ideas and values. You know, prior to um, the break, I, I told you that we take care of patients and we don't share ideas together. We don't share values together. Things of personal, you know, things that matter to us, we don't. So this is an opportunity for people to come learn about leadership, learn how to help each other, learn, you know, um, things that they don't know. For Some people don't even know how to, you know, they work, they make money, they don't know how to keep the money. The 401ks and all those stuff, real estate, you know, other things that are not just related to patient care. So I created Nurses Bond as an avenue, okay, for professionals to relax and unwind and try as much as possible to talk about real life things that will make work-life balance possible. So that is exactly the reason why Nurses Bond um, was created. <laughs> and Nurses Bond is an organization. There's also a foundation, which we'll get to, which involves right. community service. And then it also has actual events. And you've had some live face-to-face events prior to the pandemic, right? Correct. Yes. And where were those and how, how did those play out? What were those events like? Okay. We started with um, social nights, healthcare professionals networking event. Mm. Remember, I wanted people to come together. Yes. So I use my, you know, my people um, networking power to bring doctors, pharmacies, nurses, you know, people, PTOTs together. You know, with um, Nurses Bond is the only organization with comedians involved, you know, bringing comedians because I know how hard we work and very difficult for, for people to make us laugh. I mm-hmm. said, no, we just have to unwind. So um, I started by creating an opportunity on every um, three months on Saturday nights to come together. We eat, we wine and uh, dine and, you know, relax and dancing, you know, something like that to just let people ease their stress. And where did so, that occur? Where were this you? This occurs here in um, California. I, you know, I, in a hotel here in Ontario, California. That was I how see. I started because I live in um, in Land Empire, California. And we used to have like 150, 180 healthcare professionals come together prior to pandemic. Just for and fun. They just, just people for fun. to get together for fun. Just for okay. fun from 7 p.m. till 11:59 p.m. And people really, really, really enjoyed it. So it started growing. People started getting things together and people started getting jobs, you know, getting their resumes and, you know, start, you know, going back to school. You know, some people getting together, even to the extent of, you know, getting married. I have I have um, two people that, you know, got connected through one of these events, one professor and one nurse today. They, 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 they are married and they are in Florida and they just had a baby. You know, it's a I great kept, story. I'm telling you, you won't even believe it. That's These are great. two people that were ready, but because they were in the hospital, they didn't have time to, to mingle, to stay together. Mind you, this is not a relationship organization, but at the same time, people came together, share ideas. And from there, they found love. And, you know, so I started that. That's a wonderful that. story. <laughs> yeah. So I started that and, um, we, we started growing to a point, I said, 
okay, we have to start having conferences now where mm-hmm. we talk about collaborative effort, things that we can do for, you know, healthcare professionals to come together. So the first um, event was in 2019, mm-hmm. the first annual conference. And because I live in California, I did it in California, but people flew from different areas to attend the event. And in 2020 was our second event, um, annual conference. We were we paid hotel, everything in Houston, Texas, but because of pandemic, we have to move online. Exactly. So we did that virtually. And this year, again, in October 23rd and 24th, we wanted to go to Houston again, but pandemic is still on. So we are now, we decided to do it virtually again. So this is the place where I bring healthcare leaders, okay, business owners, you know, people in academic world to come together and, you know, let us learn things about ourselves. No patient is, is going to be mentioned because we need to grow. We need to be fulfilled. We need to have mm-hmm. passion for, you know, the job that we are into. So yeah. this is why Nurses Bond Conference is very unique. I'm not, we are not coming to Nurses Bond to learn about patients. We are coming to Nurses Bond Conference to learn about self. What can we do for work-life balance? In Nurses uh, Bond, we joke that health, um, what's it called? Um, we say that self-care is not selfish. So yes, that's exactly that's great. what it is. So going back to what you said, um, towards the beginning of our conversation, you talked about there's the internal environment and the external environment. So right. nurses bond, it sounds like to a large extent is about the internal environment first, right? Yes. You have to look yes. at yourself and you mentioned business, networking, getting education. to know people, education, learning about yourself. So I know I'm going to be speaking at the conference and we're talking about what that might look like. I know our mutual friend, Damian Keith Jenkins, he's going to be speaking about branding, what it means to create a powerful personal brand. What else can people expect at the conference? Because I'll, I'll be there as well, virtually. So what will be happening? Number one is, um, like I said, let me start from leadership. So many people want to grow. They don't even know how to start. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there are, um, we have, um, we're going to have um, um, a panel of, um, what's it called? Expert leaders or seasoned leaders that will share with us how they started their leadership journeys and that it is good for people to get from from ground zero to, you know, wherever they want to be. I have my good friend, Sharon. Her business is RON to CEO. Okay. She is also going to talk about how you can go from RON to becoming a CEO. It is right. And what necessary steps that you need to take. So the first part is going to be leadership. For even if you're a CNA and you want to be a CEO, it can happen. That's number one. Another thing is how you can leverage, which, you know, you're going to be part of it, social networking skills to get to wherever you want to get, to brand, whatever your business, or to network and get to know others. And the last part is um, going to be about education. So many people don't know what to do today. You know, for example, they, they want to go back to school. What kind of masters? Do I become um, family nurse practitioner or psych nurse practitioner? Do I do MP, DMP, PhD, EBD? So people don't know because I teach in school, I I have a PhD and people keep asking me, what kind of doctorate should I do? So in this annual conference, I have someone who is a a professor that's going to do justice to that. Let people know why you need to do PhD versus DMP. DMP versus EDD and all those stuff. 
because people Wonderful. don't know about it. So no, they don't. Other things. Yeah. And let's let's hold the horses one second. You just <laughs> said you have a PhD. And oh, yes. I read through your, your bio and I just realized it said Dr. Chibuna Wabia, uh, <laughs> but it doesn't mention, I don't see what your, your PhD is in. So could you share with us where, what your doctorate focused on? Oh, my doctorate is in healthcare administration and management. Healthcare administration. Okay. Right. So oh, and that's I, why you teach at the master's level. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I wanted, I wanted to look at the um, healthcare as a whole. Okay. Instead of if people ask me, oh, you are a nurse, you should have done DMP. And I said, yes, I'm a, I'm a nursing, but at the same time, you know, because of my leadership nature, I just want to see, you know, leadership and healthcare, you know, as a whole. So I try as much as possible to combine it with, you know, what the healthcare administrative parts. So, I see. <laughs> so Chibuna, so <laughs> you bring, you bring so much to the table and it sounds like Nurses bond is really your baby. Um, I mean, I know you have students who you teach and you have your, your clinical, your position as chief clinical officer at Kindred, but it sounds like nurses bond is, is, it seems like the manifestation of a bigger vision for you. That's where my heart is. Trust me. I see that. I see that. And, and part of your heart, it sounds like, is also service, community service. So can you tell us what, what that part of Nurses Bond is about and why it's important to you? Number one is, like I said, I am, I am um, interested in people. We try as much as possible to help others. So, for example, during this pandemic, we bought a lot of PPE equipment and everything. Nurses bond delivered to nursing homes. And um, I love the air. Yes, and SNF and, you know, all those, all those areas. So what um, nurses bond is going to be all about is every, every year we'll be doing annual conferences. And each, each, any, anywhere that we go, we try as much as possible to, um, to provide service to those people. For example, there are people in nursing schools and, you know, that want to enter um, a healthcare organization. They don't know what to do. There are some elderly people that we can help, you know, visit and give them some things. So Nurses Bomb Foundation is in the area of helping individuals to grow. And again, we also have what we call the Aspiring Leaders Club, which we, you know, recently changed to Aspiring Leaders Institute, where huh. we help people to grow. Every Sunday, just one hour for 10 weeks, I grow leaders. So what we do, so that is part of the Nurses Bond Foundation where we serve. And what we say there is, if you know too much, you are a season leader, please come and give. Because no matter what you know, if you don't give it, nobody knows. So we, we call season leaders to come and help these aspiring leaders to, 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 to grow. And we also use that opportunity to go to the um, communities to serve, you know, deliver food, you know, um, help the um, in nursing homes. And, you know, our, our bigger vision is take it to other countries where people, we can buy books, healthcare books, or build, you know, you know, libraries for healthcare and all those. So this is, like I said, this is where my heart is, helping people to understand the reason why they want to help others in the hospital. So that's fantastic. That is so what the foundation is all about. That's great. And so at the when you have your conference, whether virtual or in person, community service 
is part of what you all discuss and part of the mission of the foundation. And do, do people who belong to Nurses Bond get together to, to do this sort of service? Yes. Um, just remember that um, we, we started this fairly new in 2020. Mm-hmm. That was when we started the foundation. I reached out to my friend who is a supply chain. I said, hey, um, all the hospitals get PPEs and all those stuff. What about the nursing homes? What about, you know, all those skills nursing facilities and everything? So I reached out and he was able to donate, you know, thousands of masks, thousands of bodies. And, you know, I called few nurses born members. I said, hey, let's begin to go deliver. And they were so happy because I noticed that it was there were so many shortage of, you know, these personal protective equipment that weren't going around to nursing homes and all those. So that's where the heart is. And I love this area. I said, no, we need to reach out to them. So yes. that was where um Nurses Bond Foundation started. So this year too, um, people, if people are able to donate whatever they, they, they have, we will use it to, you know, maintain that cause or buy things, you know, food items and food banks to homeless, whatever we can do as part of Nurses Bond to, to help humanity. You know, I always tell people, I forgot the, um, who make this quote, be ashamed to die until you have done something for humanity. So mm-hmm. this is where I am. If you think you have to, you know too much, come and give. If you have, remember there are others that don't have. So what are you doing to contribute to humanity? So that is, you know, that is where my heart is in Nurses Bond. That's wonderful. And that that really comes across in the way you talk about it because you're so passionate and enthusiastic about it. And again, what I notice getting to know you is that it it still comes back to people that the foundation comes back to people, scholarships for nursing students, helping the healthcare providers in nursing homes, getting food to people who don't have food, who are, who are maybe food insecure or going mm-hmm. hungry. And then it comes down to networking and collaboration and people learning from one another and empowering people. And what I, the bigger piece I see too, is that you, I perceive that you like people to maximize their potential. Would that, be, would that be accurate? Correct. That is just what it is. Okay. Thank you. And tell me about tell me about human potential. You know, as a leader, as someone who started this organization, the foundation, as a teacher, as a mentor. So what is it about human potential that we need to understand from your perspective, your philosophy? Thank you. Number one, what we teach in our Aspiring Leaders Institute is you have to understand who you are. So many people, you see this question only comes out when you want to cuss people out or you want to tell people who, you, who, you know, um, the stuff you are made of. I, you know, I start by asking this question, who are you? As simple as that. Do you think that everybody knows who they are? Who are you? Why are you existing? Why do you come to this world? What have you contributed? Okay, some people are just existing, but they don't know the reason. So if you know the reason why you are here, you will maximize that potential, use it to help as many people as possible. So we try as much as possible to let people know who they are. Okay, why are you doing what you are doing? If I ask you this, why are you doing this podcast? Why did you study? Why are you a nurse? Why did you go into nursing school? Why are you a doctor? Why do you go into, uh, you know, medical school and all those stuff? Do you know your potentials? Everyone has a talent. How are you using that talent, okay, to better humanity? We are here for each other. 
period. Right. We exist because of other people. Either we learn from them or we give them. Right. Simple. So right. that is that is where I am to allow you to understand the reason why you are where you are and how you can use it to benefit, okay, other people. And at the same time, I always say that he who is washing his clothes is also washing his hands. So and also use it to help yourself to grow. That's wonderful. So so for you, human potential is about self-awareness, right? Self-knowledge. Right. And mm-hmm. then seeing how one can grow and also serve. Because I'm hearing it's about if you if you know how to teach, then teach someone, right? right. If you know how to care, then care for someone. So it's all, right. all about it's all about what can you do in terms of, I guess maybe we would say your purpose. Pay it forward, yes. Your, your purpose. purpose. Exactly. Yeah. And your purpose, apparently, is to empower a lot of people. Yes, that's just my purpose, to empower people to do what they need to do. And Nurses Born was created to just be a go-to for people. Like so many people reach out to us and said, hey, I need to hire nurses. I should be able to know the nurses that are good for them. You know, mm-hmm. I need to start a business. Who do I talk to? I need to do this. Who do I need to go back to school? Which school is the best? Okay, so we are the information hub for mm-hmm. our healthcare professionals because that has always been the gap in the healthcare. Everybody is on their own, okay? So Nurses Bond is a community. So this is my thing, is to let people know that we are there for them in case yes. they need anything for personal development. Community. And speaking yes. of community, you and I met originally, I think, at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference Correct. three, four years ago. And Correct. that's... That's another community of nurses doing some pretty great work in the world. And yes. there's lots of organizations that serve to empower others, and especially in this, this world of nursing and healthcare of ours. And Nurses Bond is one of these newer organizations that has a very specific type of purpose. So I'm, I'm really excited to speak at the conference, and that's October 23rd and 24th, 2021. And right. if people would like to register, they go to nursesbond.com. Is that right? Yes. And they will see the, on that event, um, they will see the annual, third annual conference. The annual and, conference. Um, they, will, they will be able to register. Yes. Great. And then social media. I know you all are on Facebook, and I know you personally are on LinkedIn, which will be in the show notes. Are you all on any other social media channels? We are um, in all social media platforms, Instagram, okay. you know, Facebook, Twitter, everything. Once you type Nurses Bond, um, we will come out and you will see great things that we are doing over there. And I, I encourage people, you know, it's hard for um, this. Let me just put this here. Yes. So many, so many nurses or healthcare professionals, if it is not about their hospital, they don't attend. Oh, my hospital needs to pay for me. Oh, my hospital, uh, will you get this? Will you get that? I want to throw this there that we also have continuing education, you know, in Nurses Bond Conference. But I encourage people to attend. Come and learn about self-care. Come and learn about things that will make you grow personally, not just taking care of the patient. Come mm-hmm. and relax and mingle and network with other healthcare professionals. Because it's always said, people know it's no longer what you know right now, it's who you know, who right? You know. It's now who you know. So come yeah. and network and get to know people from you know, different other hospitals and network and um, learn something that you will take forever with you, not just in your hospital, 
I tell people, you are yourself. You are not your hospital. You are not your healthcare organization. You can, people move from one organization to, the, to, to another. And if you look at them, they have all these connections, which they have done through maybe conferences and all those. So Nurses Bond is one of these conferences that you will you know, learn and develop yourself. Well, I look forward to it and I look forward to Thank attending so. in person in 2022. Let's cross our right. fingers. And yes. speaking of knowing people, I'm so grateful to know you and I'm so glad we got a chance to, to do this and record this conversation. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to this special bonus episode of the Nurse Keith Show. And remember to go to nursekeith.com forward slash nurses bond to learn more about the Nurses Bond Conference, the organization, the foundation, and Shibuna Walbia. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. And remember, if you need personalized holistic career coaching to elevate your career, look no further than nursekeith.com. Mention the show, you get 10% off your first coaching package. Mention Chibuna Walbia or Nurses Bond, and you get 15% off your first coaching package. And again, remember, I'm asking 100 regular listeners to give $2 a month to the Nurse Keith Show to help me keep going. And that is at patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. The Nurse Keith Show is a proud member of the Health Podcast Network at healthpodcastnetwork.com. It is adroitly produced by Rob Johnston of 520R Podcasting and Mark Cappiespeason is our social media ringmaster. My gratitude always to Rob and Mark for keeping the wheels turning in the right direction. Speaking of people and how important they are. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch. Hey, check out Nurses Bond. This is Nurse Keith saying adios till next time from beautiful and currently rainy Santa Fe, New Mexico. And my friend and friend of the pod, Chibuna Walbia, bidding you Arriva Derche from Inland Empire, California. Thank you so much, Chibuna. Thank you to everyone for listening. And we will catch you on the flip side.